0: Well, hello, once again, everybody. Welcome to another edition of After Further Review with Mark Ferreira, John Pelkey, Jeff Taylor, our producer, with us as well. Hope you had a great, great Thanksgiving. I had uh, I, I had my first Thanksgiving at either at home or with friends in over a decade because uh, usually I have a job on Thanksgiving Day. So uh, for me, True. it was great. Hope yours was great. Um, lots to talk about today. Some really, really good football games coming up. Uh, the one football game we really looked forward to yesterday didn't happen. Uh, it's now scheduled to happen on Sunday, though that's still a little bit up in the air. And uh, superstar players won't be uh, appearing in that game. Um, a lot of talk of moving it to November 18th, John. Uh, I mean, uh, i mean into game. Wow, November 18th, 2021. They
1: yes. Man, they've become really flexible. We're they they are very cautious. They are very <laughs> cautious. No, no, it's uh, uh, game 18, I should have said. Uh-huh. And that's really ticking off a lot of the Steeler fans because, yeah, of course, so. right now they wouldn't have Lamar Smith, so it's one of those things. They're, they're calling many Steeler fans calling the uh, the NFL uh, cowards.
0: Yeah, sound like sound like you actually Lamar Jackson and not Lamar Smith, who was a former running back did, for the. Did I say Lamar League. Smith? Yes, you did. I'm not wow. sure anybody has Lamar Smith, but frankly, it, maybe the Dallas Cowboys need him because let, I'm just going to say it here: Ezekiel Elliott career over. All right, now before we get into any of that, yeah. Uh, also, have a very interesting trivia question that I'll be interested if you guys could get because I was dumbfounded when I found out the answer to this. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? Starting with you, Jeff, and then we'll get to Super Spreader. How was, was your Thanksgiving?
2: It was very fun. We had great food. Uh, we did, we did uh, I guess, the redneck version of Skyline Chili the night before at my mother's house, and then we stayed there and then had turkey with the immediate family.
0: Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. It was, it was great. As I mentioned, I doubled up with my uh, mother-in-law and her boyfriend. We had a lovely meal, and then we went over to some friends who are inside our bubble, but we all sat out. It was beautiful last night, sat outside. I ate a lot. My stuffing was um, a C-minus, so that's something that'll be difficult for me to live down, because as Mark knows, I don't have a shooter's mentality, so if I make a mistake, I basically want to hate myself into a grave for making that mistake you you Um, want to retire from public life every time i almost did that after a stones concert i should have done it i should have retired from public life and my (laughs) and my uh my my stuffing yesterday um, you're you're close again right are
1: you close uh, to retiring from public life
0: yeah well i mean how would that be any different from anything any of us are doing now i mean we have literally this year has retired me from public life that's true and frankly it hasn't outside of not having enough money to pay our bills there's really not a huge downside to it (laughs) <laughs> I haven't had to be I'm in contact with a lot of people of just losing all of our fortune. Don't have to do that. a bunch of jobs. I don't really care about anyway. You know, it's just uh, well, so, sure. well, we'll see. Should've sure. Just I haven't written my novel yet, but well, we'll see. We'll get around to it. Mark and I, we're going to get until next fall. All right. Let's uh, let's get a little bit into um, Mark Ferreira. Um, <laughs> earlier I texted you. So you don't want to ask about my Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I mean, okay. Outside, I get it. I get it. You're trying to protect back, me from outside the wrath of, setting of our forward.
1: yes, all of our woke friends. You're trying to
0: you're trying to protect me from that. I am. I it. So outside. I appreciate that. Outside of setting back our recovery from COVID, how was your Thanksgiving?
2: It was great, Johnny had Thanksgiving with Lamar Jackson and half of the uh Baltimore Ravens. Really,
0: Mark? You, didn't go goes. Goes. Oh, you, went, to, you went to the Inner Harbor, didn't you? I <laughs> did.
1: I went to and I that and Lamar Smith and I actually went into a corner and he told me You're all of the close. secrets of
0: uh <laughs> the, of those the 2001 those, Dolphins. Yes, Dude, exactly. More.
1: Those, those days. Uh no, it was my mom and dad Yep. My daughter and her new husband, who is a, might as well be a member
0: of the family. He's grown up with us, basically. Well, in- Mark, he is a member of the family. I mean, by definition, if he is the son-in-law and grandson-in-law, he's actually a member of the family. But he
1: might as well be a member of
0: the family. in A in, blood uh, relative, Mark? Is that what you're standing. saying? A
1: blood relative? In long standing, it's like the SNL sketch <laughs> with the, the Irish dating game. <laughs> Everyone's a cousin. Oh, it's hilarious. And like the, the American is like, this should be over, right? No, no, no. You're way behind now. Uh, um,
0: uh,
1: but we had, uh, and they had my nephew, his wife, and their two kids. And, um, and then my sister and her husband. So it, it, and really at the, at the house, it was just six of us. And then the other six came and, you know, we were very careful in the airports, very careful on the airlines. We were careful driving in and careful at the top of everything. And then, and then we just essentially decided that we were a unit for the remainder of the days and, uh, right. had a great time. It was lovely. It was lovely to see everyone. And, uh, yeah, there's a, there's an element of, uh, Of risk, I suppose. Yes, that's true. And there's an element of uh, fear and there's an element of, you know, what the hell are you doing? But clearly not enough to supersede coming out to
0: California and enjoying my family. uh, You You added everything up. You added everything up and you said Thanksgiving weekend with the family, certain death. Push. So, uh, there you go. I think that's... uh, You know, you roll the dice, Johnny. You roll the dice. Well, what the hell? I mean... Put it all uh, on black if you have to. To to quote Pippin, I want my life to be something more than long, for God's sake. There you go. All right. So, now let's go ahead and jump into this because I texted you something earlier, Mark, that I swear to God, had you and I made it up as a joke, we would have never, ever thought, eh, a little little too on point, a little too on the nose. Nobody's going to buy this. Today... The Associated Press tweets this this morning. Cowboys missed chance for NFC East lead with another home loss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yes, they did. Right. But... The obsession with it having to be about the Cowboys. And I would get it if, Mark, if it had been a game where the Cowboys, if it had been Joe Posarchik fumbling at the end, a sure win that they fumbled away or, you know, threw a pick six. That, but they were defeated 41 to 16, I believe. With 41 yeah. to 16? 41 to 16 Just by the Washington Blown season. away. Blown away. Yeah, it wasn't even a close football game, but because of this, obsession with I guess 70s nostalgia or early 90s nostalgia we have to focus on the Dallas Cowboys who by the way are I mean I, I think that's a bad headline don't focus on them don't focus on them I think that's a bad headline but they are they are struggling everywhere right now there's no uh, doubt about that I, I would say the reason for it John is
1: your old mantra follow the money hmm something that we love to espouse in terms of why things happen and never actually do in terms of building, well, this podcast, for instance, (laughs) there are, they, people have done the analytics. People have, people have figured it out and eyeballs go to TV shows that talk about the Cowboys. Eyeballs go to tweets that talk about the Cowboys Uh, ears, go to radio shows or podcasts that talk about the Cowboys and we still don't get it because we don't get basic marketing. We don't get basic. Well, what I don't get, mar- no, I disagree. What I don't get in, What I don't get, it.
0: what I don't get is the chicken and the egg thing about it. Is, is it that we don't get it because of, Or is it the reason that it is that way is because people have always talked about them more than they deserve.
1: Well, I mean, I, I, the chicken and the egg argument is always a good one. Where did it start? How did it start? How does it perpetuate itself? But the, the fact is, over the last 25-plus years, it's perpetuated itself despite the fact that Cowboys have yet to reach the championship game in that amount of time. And I think have won two, possibly three playoff games in that amount of time. It perpetuates itself because they've become a national brand regardless People love, love to watch them or, 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 you know, love to hate watch them. And regardless of how they do, that's the reality. It's the reality with the Lakers. It's a reality with the Yankees. It's the reality with, you know, are there, are there any other brands that are, that are like that, regardless of how well they're doing, people are going to follow. People are going to be interested. People are going to talk about it. And I agree. I hate it. It's ridiculous. They're three and eight. And oh, by the way, to your point, ignoring the story of um, a, a player who almost died as a result of this traumatically horrible injury and a team that, oh, by the way, is in first place at four and seven and legitimately their line their defensive line is in the top 3 if not maybe the best line
0: they have the number the 1 pass defense league. in the NFL and that you're right um Washington's defensive line is if not the best unit in the national football league, certainly among the best units. And, and they really showed yesterday that they can get pressure. Jack Del Rio is, has become very creative as a defensive coordinator and done a nice job there as well. Alex Smith, as you pointed out, come back, he was comeback player of the year. Had they just inserted him for three plays earlier yeah. in the season, taking um, a snap, but the team has played better under Alex Smith. He's playing actually quite well. Um, uh, even, you know, the missing a couple of seasons, notwithstanding. And uh, it, it just was, it was frustrating for me. And it's not, I don't even hate the Cowboys anymore. I just think they're largely irrelevant most of the time. Um, let's focus on them just for, just for a second though, because you're the, thing that, the thing that <laughs> you the, are doing it. Well, I just, I want to ask, I want to ask you this. You're, because you're I are telling to the man, John, you're selling out. <sighs> it's okay. All right, I'll, I'll just it pro- are you kidding? You know me. I'm much more likely to sell out than you are. That's that's a good point. I, I, You know, I seldom watch full football games, even Washington football team, full football games, because, you know, again, they're in first place. They're four and seven. So, you know, it's not a day at the park watching. Um, But I had an opportunity because I I watched some of this before we went to our second Thanksgiving yesterday of, of two. And then I'd recorded it. So I came home last night and I watched. I didn't know, actually, when I left, it was halftime. And I didn't know they'd won until you texted me, actually, when I was at. Um, not that I, and I wasn't a spoiler. I wasn't keeping it. I just thought, oh, you know, I'll find out and I'll watch the game. But what what I was really struck by, and I said this before about Dallas, is that struggling on in every phase of the game, um, defensively, they're just, they seem out, out of position. Troy Aikman, who was insufferable doing the game, in my mind um, yesterday because he was focusing on everything was focusing on what Dallas was doing and what they weren't doing well. And honestly, I, I, I don't think he knew what the other team was playing, uh, but, but then of course he's had a lot of concussions. Um, but, uh, but even he said at one point about the Dallas defense, he said, it's just so apparent that people are out of position and uh, struggling. And then the, the play calling is very questionable. The fake punt on the fourth and 10 was simply ridiculous, frankly. Um, and uh, more important to me, it just seems like the players on that team are unfocused, um, undisciplined and I, I, I question effort and I hate to do that with professional athletes, but I, I just think, you know, it, they're the, cowards. The, You're saying I they're cowards that <laughs> I, I, I think maybe they are Mark uh, and Jeff. I, I think they are suffering by being the team that everybody focuses on no matter what they're doing. Cause I well, think just, it's uh, just swirls around guys. And I just, they're I'm not they're three seeing, and eight. There's yeah. a reason they're three and
1: eight. You're you're bad in every phase of the game. You have bad coaching and the players aren't into it. So there it is. And really that Can they win that, the three. <laughs> that exactly. That that should wrap it up. That coaching staff is ridiculously uh behind the times and outdated. Oh. Doesn't they do not have the team. They're three and eight. There's a reason why they're three and eight because you they're know, bad in every in every facet of the game. They have bad coaching. Players the, aren't into it.
2: The one thing I think, though, is I don't know that the coaching I know they are somewhat to blame, but it seems like the leaders on that team are the problem. You know, Dak Prescott, not exactly a guy that you think you can turn to as a leader, doesn't make great decisions. Ezekiel Elliott, another guy that seems to make weird decisions. There was all of the the free agency around surrounding both of those guys. It didn't seem like either one of them handled it specifically well. So is it is it a, a mishmash of both? Having guys at the top of your roster that are that are not that great of personalities and the coaching. Well, I don't
0: know if I agree on Dak. Actually, sorry, Mark, jumping. In. I don't know if I agree on Dak. Ezekiel Elliott. I think uh, you know there are always questions about him. The, the bigger question about him is he's back to being the fumbling Ezekiel Elliott, and he's nowhere near the player that he was. For a couple of years, their offensive line is also not as good as it was when they started. But I mean, yeah, I mean, team leadership. Yeah, because I've always said when I talk about effort, Mark, you know, and both you and I have talked about this with guys that, you know, coaches should not have to cajole guys into effort. You're professional athletes. And we read and hear all the time about the next man up phase, which is if you're not fully engaged and you're not putting forth the effort, there's somebody behind you who's probably younger and probably cheaper. Um, follow the money. Well, Dak
1: um, Prescott and Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott had a thirteen and three season with the Cowboys. They had a ten and six season with the Cowboys, and you can argue with with uh, not as good a personnel. They didn't yeah, have CD Lamb, for instance, and they didn't uh, they didn't have Amari Cooper for some of that.
2: The and, the argument I would make for that because I do understand that, but that was before they got paid. One, once they got paid, they've they've done what got what guys that that get those big contracts and kind of fade away. And it was right after each other. So I think that, I think that could be potentially part of the
1: problem. Dak got paid this year, right? Dak got paid this year
2: coming into the season. Yes.
1: And, and uh, was having at least statistically one of the best seasons in his, well, the best season in his career and one of the best seasons of any NFL quarterback before he got hurt. And uh, (laughs) I don't think anyone was blaming Dak for the losses early on. I think everyone was blaming that ridiculous defense, that would, you know, get They're down so 42 bad. to nothing. And then Dak, now to to your point, uh, to some degree, you know, a lot of those yards were garbage yards because they were down 42 so to nothing down, in the yeah. second quarter. And all they did was pass. But uh, I don't know if it's that. I think there's a, a you know, you, you see 13 and 3, you see 10 and 6, you see 9 and 7, even last year, 8 and 8. And then they get McCarthy in there and they get Nolan in there. Two guys that uh, certainly Mike Nolan and I believe Mike McCarthy probably was past his prime the last three years of his tenure in Green Bay. It's fair, and and I just uh, I just think that's you know, and and I believe it's not just one thing, Jeff. I think you're right in the sense that all of it exacerbates the problem. And listen to us; we're still talking about the. Game. I know, I know, I know. We're but it still- is talking about a three and eight team. uh, Let's stop that in every phase in the game.
2: Before before you stop though, we forgot to mention one thing, Jerry Jones. Is he going to stick with Dak? Is he going to stick with McCarthy? Because when he seems to be at a point where a decision needs to be made, he almost always sticks to his guns and allows the, the, the fire to get out of control,
1: the mediocrity to continue. Yeah, I would, I would,
0: I would say, yeah, I would say odds would be in favor of that. Jeff, Yes, I think if, if you looked if at those teams at yesterday, history. I think if you looked at both of those teams yesterday, and you think that you know, again, Washington's four and eight, um, but that comes with a bit of an asterisk, starting a second year quarterback that things didn't work out, and, four and seven, I think four and seven. Uh, uh, four and seven. Excuse me. Um, uh, Come on now. That's uh, so sure I've, Yeah, I know. That, that keeps the red
1: the, hot. Four and that's the hottest four and seven team we've ever seen.
0: Uh, well, maybe it could very well be. Um, but Dan Snyder, outside of the uh, accusations against him, for which I certainly hope, as should all good Americans, that he does hard time um it, 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 he has really seemingly been out of the mix putting Ron Rivera who is say what you want about Ron Rivera you know yes he never won a championship people thought with Cam you know maybe they should have gone back more but he is as respected as anybody and he's a guy going through chemotherapy and all this he's a damn good coach and yeah and 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 seemingly that team and and which has you have to give them credit to. What we talked about that defensive line they got guys who would start for anybody up there uh, Tez Sweat is going to be a superstar and made a wonderfully athletic play. Ryan Kerrigan's been really good for an awfully long time. Young looks like an outstanding draft choice and has bounced back well since his injury issues. Um, but Dan Snyder's really stayed out of things, and I think that really benefits them, and I think that would benefit the Cowboys as well. Now, Jerry Jones is a little bit the mirror image Uh if Amir is uh, an opposite image, because he sticks with guys too long. And Dan Snyder has never allowed anybody really, you know, maybe you could argue early on with Norv Turner when it was fairly obvious that that just wasn't the thing. He stuck with him a little too long, but he was a rookie owner at that point. Um, But uh, I think as long as I think both of those teams will benefit if their owners stay out of it. And I think right now, dan snyder is the thing that i i just want to say this about uh, you know when we went into this season it, we said because of covid and the fact that nobody's really going to be you're not going to have your starting 22 really anybody you don't anyway in the nfl but it's going to be even more difficult this year with guys who may not even be injured or just because of contact tracing they can't play so we all said you know there may be you know the records this year well they don't come with an asterisk you can see there are some reasons behind those things and if if i was looking at the cowboys and said well i think mike mccarthy's trying some different things knowing that even if they won the division you know they're probably not going to win a playoff game there are other teams in the nfc that are clearly better um it's my first year i don't have to worry about being fired. god knows jerry jones gonna fire me i'm afraid to hold on to me for too long um i would think then if i saw them doing some things uh that were creative and trying some different players. It just anything that you saw the uh, Washington football team run the fumble rooski yesterday, which I thought was hysterical. Um, but, but with Dallas, it just seems like, and I think Mark, you hit the nail on the head. The game is beyond Mike McCarthy and Mike Nolan's thinking at this time. That's not saying they can't ever get up to speed, but I do think they're not up to speed right now. So it's you know. Again, we've we've spent uh, twenty three minutes talking about them, uh, at least twenty minutes talking about them. So I would like
1: to talk about your Washington football team, if I may. No, nope. you brought you brought up Dan Snyder. That'll set
0: up expectations. I want you brought of up that. Dan
1: Snyder. He's yeah. owned the team since ninety nine, mm-hmm. uh, and they've made the playoffs four times in his tenure. So this is the this is the twenty second season. Last time they made the playoffs was 2012. They had to win their last six games to make the playoffs. They were four and six, maybe even seven games. I think they were three and six at one point. Great run in in o five and Gibbs, oh, right. in and no. In 2012, it was Shanahan, Mike Shanahan. Oh, Shanahan, yes, okay. And it was Robert Griffin III uh, as well, his rookie year. Yeah. In o five and o seven, uh, Joe Gibbs in in the midst of this pretty horrific run since Dan Snyder's had it. Joe Gibbs had the team for four years, got them to the playoffs twice. That's how yep. good a coach Joe Gibbs is but both of those times they got to the uh, playoffs they had to they had to get hot yeah. in late November and in December so they have not been in first place in uh, and in late November they have not been in first place in late November since 1999 True. since the first year Dan Snyder had it <laughs> oh, but you also have to remember the the last three times they've made the playoffs is is them getting hot at the end of the season, and yeah. it feels like that's what's happening right now with this team. Alex Smith is getting his his legs under him. Pardon the you know <laughs> well, horrific pun, but but he is completely true. <laughs> but he is that, <laughs> yeah. that that defense is really co- coagulating, and 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 Del Rio is taking advantage of that great line because you can be creative when you have you know when four guys can put that much pressure on a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, they're yeah. in a weak division, and it feels like. It feels like a, you know, an 05, 07 or 2012 Redskin team that all of a sudden gets just, just gets hot and somehow makes the playoffs. And, yeah. and that has been the case in the Snyder era in 75% of the times the teams have made the playoffs up until this time. Of course, they only make the playoffs 25% of the time.
0: Right. Dan Snyder's era. So, yeah, it'll be, it, that, that's, that's a really good point. And, uh, uh, it, um, all new coaching staff this year as well. So I had hoped that the team would look better at the end of the season than they did at the beginning of the season. And I think we're starting to see that we'll see because we talked about the giants as well in that division, which is a team that plays hard every week and they're they're playing very well. um, Philadelphia, who we all agree if, you know, if we saw the Carson Wentz of pro bowl era, Carson Wentz, that that may be the team that you would favor um but uh maybe the beast of the east is actually uh the washington football team at this point well that's, they they've got to play the steelers they've got to play the steelers they play the 49ers
1: mm-hmm. uh which should uh, uh, that could be one and one then they play the seahawks that could be one and two panthers that's not an easy out and then they play the eagles so they only have one inter- intra divisional game in their remaining 5 and uh so that may be the thing that prohibits them from getting in there, uh, and and I think the Giants now, who I think are really their their biggest competition, because the Giants have the tiebreaker over the Redskins because the Giants beat the Redskins.
0: The Washington football team.
1: I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. They play the Bengals, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, the Browns, the Ravens. Well, they they all have a pretty tough. Schedule well, here.
2: here's the thing though john and i can both agree that the washington football team fan super bowl has already been won with the sweep of the dallas cowboys in a season absolutely we we we, we had a parade yesterday yeah social distance and masked but we had a parade yesterday
0: and i hate parades but i had a parade for that you know me mark i both you and i hate parades we do. I can't I stand it. parades. Now, nah, now nah, that's what's going to happen in Disney. They fired all the performers, and they're going to bring back uh, one long parade. It's going to be one big parade. The it's entertainment... going to start when the place opens, and it's yep. going to go until it closes. You'll never be able to cross a street anywhere. So when you go nope. into a park, you got to pick yep. which side of the park you're going to hang out on.
2: They're doing uh, one at the shopping center. <laughs> They're doing a Santa parade at the at the Disney Springs shopping center. So it goes outside of the parks now. It's all parades all the time. It, it'll Happy be World. past
1: the ESPN Club. They'll go through the ESPN Club. <clears throat> that
0: will be the only entertainment on the boardwalk. Is the parade? All right. Well, enjoy, people. If that's the sort of thing you're into. All right. We're uh, we're gonna take a break, and I'm gonna I want to throw this trivia question out, and then we'll get back. We, we'll talk a little about college football, but I think NFL is mainly going to be uh, the story of the day. Um, but uh I want to throw out this trivia question. Here you go. And full disclosure, Jeff and I have not even been told it thus far. Nope. Very simple question. Mark's was a little more esoteric, which we loved uh on Wednesday. It was a fun, uh a fun question. But my question for you is, folks, this is simple. It's a Googleable thing. Please don't do that. Please Tom Brady, if you're listening. Any member of the New England Patriots, just please, please have some honor. Yeah, honestly, for the love of God, it's a holiday weekend, please. Jeez. Um, What is the oldest professional football franchise in America? That's my question. What is the old? I know who I thought it was, and I think it's probably one of two teams that you all think that it is as well. And it's not. And it was very surprising to me. Very, very surprising. The All first, right. so the it's, year, it's, it's not the
1: Chicago Bears. <laughs> this is this is a typical guest at the ESPN Club. It's yeah. not the Chicago Bears, right? <laughs>
0: yeah, because that's a that's a win win. Because if it was the Chicago Bears, I'd go, actually it was, and you'd go, I won. And if it wasn't, I'd go, no. And you go, see, I knew that. Right. Yeah, that's the that's the act. Uh, but you have to do it like uh they're walking to the bathroom. So let me see if I can do this on camera. It's not Chicago Bears in the bears is it? I know it's not the bears.
2: Lenny didn't ask it as a question. He made it as a yeah. As an answer.
0: Yeah, nope, not not the bears. Uh surprised me. Very very surprising. Can so, I uh, can
2: I ask can I ask one question to before I make my guess?
0: Only if it's in Latin.
2: Do has this team uh, been in the same city the entire time? No. Is it the Baltimore Ravens? Nope. Okay.
1: No. Nah. Uh, is it but somehow
0: before 1920, it is. I said See, the oldest professional football organization. Yeah, so it predates the National Football League. It does predate the National Football League. As do the Green Bay Packers, actually, who it is also not
2: Manchester right. United. It is.
0: That's not 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 that type of football.
2: Oh my bad, my bad.
0: American football. That's right. How no, about this? Those... How about this, John? This is the last question from me.
1: <laughs> is the nickname of the team the same? It is.
0: Okay, good. It is. Yeah. Now, see, I'm just, that's too many clues. I know. We've, we asked you Claremonted me. You Claremonted me. You riley me. You, you gave away too many clues. Whereas I was always uh, accused of being too esoteric and making right. them too difficult. And all right. Mm, and like, yeah. like always, I tried to, I, Undercut I tried me. to, I tried to ride the middle between the two, the two yep. of you guys. Is and, 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 there a and,
2: baseball and, team with the same name?
0: I'm not answering any more of your questions. Either of you. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh so let's jump back into uh the NFL uh and just briefly the games yesterday. We mentioned the one we were all looking forward to, Steelers Ravens, uh because of COVID issues has been moved to Sunday. Lamar Jackson as well as Lamar Smith not available for that game. Jackson because of COVID, Lamar Smith because he retired a decade ago. Um the uh uh Lenny's question, uh Lenny has guessed and he has half of that is correct. The other half is not. Um the the Texans and the Lions, I had mentioned this, and I think we saw some of this yesterday, is the Texans are not going to go to the playoffs, but they're a team that's going to be a difficult out for people. I think that, you know, after the firing of um, uh, of their head coach, I think they'd come together a little here later. And again, we, and with Deshaun Watson, they're always going to be difficult. But just one quick question on the Lions, and we've talked about Matt Patricia. Um, he inherited a team that's now worse than when he inherited it. Um, I am generally not in favor of firing a coach in the middle of a season, but Joe Conley, longtime listener, uh, actually yesterday after that game sent me a text and said, Is d- it, does he survive? I just want to get your opinion on that. The Fords are not the people who make, you know, those, those decisions, uh, quickly, but boy, it really does appear with that team that they are just, um, even in, in games that they were there, that just looks like they need a change and a change quickly to me. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that he'll be gone at the end of the season.
1: Uh, what is Dan Quinn and Bill O'Brien? Or is, are those the two that have been fired in the middle of the season yes. this year? Has there been, yes, they and, have. That's it, right? The, that's it, it so two? far. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what, what it buys the lions at this point in time necessarily, except just to get a head start on everything. Um, but what, in other words, they could start talking to Jim Harbaugh, for instance, yeah. if they want. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's necessarily, I don't know all the ins and outs of uh, whatever those rules are that you can't tamper. I'm not sure if, you know, talking to a head coach of a college football team that it's clearly yeah, I, I, has uh, that's, nothing that's, to play for.
2: That's that sounds like they it wouldn't be tampering with anything. Well,
1: no, I don't it, think it's, with, it's not within the same league. So I think for that reason, if they wanted to get a head start to start talking to Jim Harbaugh, for instance, which I think would be a, a, a fit, a natural fit, seemingly, um, then then I think that would be the only reason to get rid of him now, because it's not going to do any any. It's not going to help the Lions this season. What it's going to do is just, you know, get rid of the dead weight. They did that with Mike Singletary with the the 49ers, the last game of the season. They fired him before the last game of the season. And I think it was um, they had just been uh, disqualified from the playoffs in the previous game because that was the year Seattle won it seven and nine, and then and the Niners had a chance to make the playoffs because that division was ridiculous, ridiculously bad, and he couldn't even do that. So they were just angry and they fired him. And then they, I think they did have a head start getting Jim Harbaugh. So yeah, I could see him being fired. I think they should fire Mike McCarthy too. I mean, it's ridiculous. Lenny points really? out, yeah, Mike McCarthy minus. Aaron Rodgers equals Dallas this year. Mike McCarthy minus Aaron Rodgers equals three and eight with a team that a lot of people before the season, let's not forget this. And yes, they lost Dak. Yes, they lost Dak, but they, you know, people were celebrating the signing of Andy Dalton in the offseason as why is the best backup quarterback there is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they had a great roster. I think I picked them to, to, Go at least to the championship game. I know Joe picked him to win the Super Bowl. Joe Connolly, of course, that's delusional. Dallas fans. I, I notice he's not on the show today. He's not with us today on the show. So that's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, I, I. I. It doesn't. I'll just go back to my original point. It doesn't buy Detroit anything in the season, but it might buy them time to go after the coach they want and and have, and have some time to woo that coach before the onslaught of other teams woo that particular.
0: And I'll coach. argue this as well. Uh, it might give the front office, and I don't know enough about their front office to know whether or not, um, whether or not the people there need to go as well. Um, I, I And I apologize for that, but you wonder, keeping you up, Mark? Yeah, yeah uh, I'm I wondering I thought I was going to make it. I thought I was, was going to make it, I <laughs> I make
1: it I, but I, I I wasn't present enough. I wasn't mindful enough to hide the yawn. Just duck out. You
0: know, do it like you're uh, guessing on a progressive trivia. <laughs> yawn. Right of there. Yeah. Yawn. Um, it, uh it might give the front office if indeed the, they're not going to do a whole house cleaning, it may give the front office an opportunity to see if perhaps uh addition by subtraction, if they remove the presence that is Matt Patricia that perhaps they see better results out of the team. They see guys that maybe he is such a distraction and everything that we've read recently is that uh, players don't like him. He didn't he early on didn't treat people with respect and then he carried in. And I think this is, I I think this is something that we've all seen working for big. I know all of us have worked for a a number of the same entities. And you see where uh, somebody will come in who was a part of a successful endeavor, um, a smaller part of a successful endeavor and come into another endeavor and act as if, you know, they have all of the answers because they were a part of this. And they said with Matt, Patricia came in acting like, you know, this is the new England way and the way, You know, the only way you can play and the only way we're going to win. And when that didn't translate within the first handful of games into success, the one thing that makes people want to play for Bill Belichick, who we all agree is not an easy guy to play for, is the success. He gives them wins. And when you're not doing that, Charlie Weiss. Josh McDaniels, you've seen that from guys uh, with uh, with New England that uh, have uh, approached things seemingly in that same way, and it just hasn't worked out. Um, Colin Cowherd, however, believes it's because he wears his hat backwards. So yeah, that, we'll put that on there as well. All right, I want to reiterate our, uh, our trivia question and then move a little bit to college football. Um, it, just briefly, we'll circle back to the NFL and games. This weekend, and give us our locks and shocks. We want to talk about two games? Uh, Derek Abbott was going to join us and was unable to. We'll get hopefully get with Derek next week to talk a little bit more about things as we move forward. Um, the really the the uh, the biggest game of note for this weekend is uh, again Alabama and Auburn. Uh, I think it is the only game between two uh, top twenty five ranked teams uh, this this weekend, which is odd over a Thanksgiving weekend you usually. Do better than that, but some of our usual suspects are having uh, down years. Um, Nick Saban tests positive for COVID for a second time, right? The first now, the first time was a false positive. Was it a it false was. positive? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. But this time he tested too late to uh I, I think to even make it back for this game if he wanted to, so he won't be there. Um, you asked me the question, Mark, yes uh on Wednesday, but I I I I want to circle this one back to you. Uh, Any concerns for Alabama, who I think we all agree are head and shoulders above Auburn as a football team. Do you have any concerns that the loss of Nick Saban for a game like this? It is a rivalry game. The underdog in this game have, you know, they're on both sides. The underdog in this game have surprised people uh, year in and year out. But are are you expecting anything different from Alabama without him? Well, I think what the differences we'll get if it is a tight game, if it is a
1: surprisingly close game and Auburn is playing fired up because of the rivalry. And it's one of those, uh, you know, wacky, wacky years where a team that has no business beating another team is in the game. Uh, you know, we've talked about this uh, game time, coach game time, coaches Um, he, Saban's a good one. Yeah, he Sa- is. Saban is a very good one. He's exhibited that, and um, the most obvious one was switching quarterbacks in the national championship game, and sure. it's working, even though, what was it, with Tua through a interception, the, his first pass, <laughs> yes. and and I think it might have been even a pick six, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, he stuck with him, and uh, it worked. So I think Saban is a great game-time coach. So if that's the case, if inexplicably Auburn is, is in a tight game, uh, you don't have a guy on the sidelines to um, manage that as well as you would with Nick Saban. But outside of that, the other part of Nick Saban as a great coach is building this great program, having these great kids, having great recruiting systems and results, uh, having a great uh, coaching staff. So all of that's going to be fine. But if it is a tight game, you need a good game time coach, then it might affect it.
0: Yeah. Now he's also been uh, involved in a couple of games where he was unable to make those uh, adjustments. I go back to the Johnny Manziel, Texas A&M team that beat an an Alabama team. Now that was kind of, you know, Manziel had that um, Doug Flutie thing where he was a sort of a one man team. I mean, they had talent certainly, but uh, probably won games that they probably shouldn't have won. And then uh, also famously the Cam Newton comeback, which uh, was pretty remarkable. But then you're talking about, uh, you know, I don't think. Yeah. Auburn doesn't have any magical – no offense, they've got good football players, but they don't have that – I don't think they have that sort of magic. I did I did misspeak, though. There is one other top 25 game, and that is we talked about it a little, was Notre Dame and North Carolina. Now, the game is in Chapel Hill um, uh, at 3.30 this afternoon, so we will know something about that early. Um, is it, it, traditionally, I would worry about Notre Dame in this sort of a game. Uh, Because I always worried about them going south and playing teams that are faster. Um, But I've stayed on this and I'm going to stay on this now that 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 Notre Dame team that we're seeing this year is more athletic than Notre Dame teams in the past. And when they got beaten, they got beaten by teams that were more athletic and more agile because they were always big up front. They could always pound at you. You know, they were smart. Um, but uh, they they lack speed and in some cases a- agility. I, I I don't really worry about them against North Carolina, where I would have in the past. So Iowa State and Texas are playing right oh, now. Oh, that's another. See, look at that. I'm missing them all. That's a
2: yeah, that's a top. Thing.
1: And that's a that's another one between 17 and 13. But it's between two Big 12 teams, and no one cares.
0: Right. And there's uh, 17 and 13. You know, the, the others at least have a top 10 team involved, and in, uh. And, yeah. and, and though Iowa state's one of those teams that sneaky always upsets somebody and they're both of these teams, I believe have the same record or Texas is a half game better. I think having played one more game, I, I just feel like it, it's so interesting to me
1: because oftentimes, and I don't know if you guys feel this way, but oftentimes college football seems to be a little, seems to be more exciting than the NFL during the regular season. Always for stretches, certainly for stretches of the regular season, college football Always seems to be more exciting. And then as we as we get into late November, this time of year, essentially, uh, college football becomes boring because they've stopped playing each other and and they're waiting for their inexplicable 75 different bowl games. And it's, and it's 74.
0: And it's, there was one canceled, Mark. I was going to drop that on you. I want oh, to leave you with a happy Which thought. I'll tell you. Canceled? We'll get to it later.
1: <laughs> we'll get All to right. it later. Don't want so, to bury the lead we won't bury the lead but uh but it seems to be the uh, opposite this year i'm 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 more interested in the nfl the nfl we talk about the afc there's 9 teams in there yeah. that are 6 and 4 or better the nfc we have no idea who's going to who, who's the best team well it's we different. Have a good idea in the afc it, the, the the nfl seems a lot more exciting and week to week with the with college football john it doesn't seem to be that many cool matchups well i at think all. there's a-
0: I think there's a couple of things going on there. Yeah, because you have fewer games, you're not getting some of the you didn't get some of the intersectional matchups that you liked, and even in within conferences, you don't have teams that are um, that traditionally uh, highly ranked teams that that end up playing one another. Um, the uh, the other thing is that the the NFL is different this year. There are more teams in the playoffs. The playoffs themselves are formatted differently. They may even be formatted uh, even you know they may be adding teams to the playoffs depending on what happens moving forward. Um, So I kind of agree with you there. I think because because college football is largely the same for in in and of the fact that I do believe that uh, for me, I find it more interesting because you have a lot more diversity with offenses and defenses and uh, in in teams and levels of talent. You you know, you have so much parity in the National Football League that. You know the games. There is a, a little bit of a sameness involved in that. So I would agree. I would say, and college football is my favorite sport, but it has been a little less exciting. It also, you know, the Big Ten starting later, the Pac twelve still not seeming like it's involved in, in in any of this, and it may not be really when push comes to shove involved with uh, very much. But but I would agree with that. I think that uh, I think the NFL this year is much uh, more interesting than it has been in a while, regular season wise. And college football is not. I will now tell you, Mark. I, I want to make you. I, I want to make you happy. There's one fewer bowl game, so I think the fortunes of uh, Illinois State and Delaware uh, may be that they don't find themselves in a postseason game. And I know, I know your feelings about that, given that Delaware runs the Houston Veer and that amoeba defense of Illinois State uh, doesn't generally play well against them. Um. The pinstripe bowl, Mark, the new era pinstripe bowl, which is played in Yankee Stadium. So once again, the New York Yankees ruin everything. Uh, That game was scheduled for the 29th of December, and it has been canceled. And I think you might see more of that moving forward. Yeah, man, whatever. I want want it. You should be. I don't,
1: wanna, I don't want a game in New York City that's called the Pinstripe Bowl that at least can refer to the Yankees. So there's something that's actually seemingly legitimate about it as opposed to, you know, the tulip. The, the, you know, the weed whacker tulip bowl from uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I know I'm giving away bowl. my coastal elitism when yeah. I say this kinds of things, but I am a coastal elite. Who's kidding who?
0: Yeah, you really are.
1: And uh, ugh. so that's the one that gets canceled. Of course it does. Of course it does. Any, you know, any me, any gathering of two or more is canceled in New York <laughs> City. I believe that's the latest edict where two or more are gathered. You're canceled. <laughs> that's rewrite that they, verse in the Bible where two or more are gathered
0: I am not among you.
2: I was going to say they could play it in a church though now.
0: Yes, they could. They they could actually they should do that. Oh, that's true. They should well, actually yeah. It, but so I did yeah. Then it would be the New Testament pinstripe bowl as opposed to the new era pinstripe bowl. See, you don't even have to really change the marketing. You could cross out era and write Testament, be funny little T-shirts. Yes, I'm 100 percent for it. And it should be, uh, uh, I don't know, Loyola versus uh, pick another Jesuit school or Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. hell hey that they might work. get a bet they might get a better bowl than that frankly uh yeah. and uh that that's a pretty decent story um also uh in my never-ending desire to figure out ways that the pac 12 can get into the championship game i know you really have a strong passionate desire for that i, I do i, I really I want to, i want a pac 12 team to get in there um, oregon's
1: gonna let you down dude i'm telling they, you that or, I, I know Oregon they are. is nothing but A place to go to be let down.
0: (laughs) Wow! Wow! High expectations, and it's you know it's not really. That's the very Californian of you. Again, I think there's probably a thing where California and um, Washington probably look at Oregon and go, "Mm, the you know that's the demilitarized zone. It's the the middle. Bunch of crunchy hippies. Yeah, it should. Yeah, I agree. Oregon, I've never even been there. And I think it's better than practically every state I've ever been in. Wow. Maybe because I've never been there, but I, I've been dealt a blow, Mark, because they're the only other team in the Pac-12 with a shot would be USC. And their game against Colorado has been canceled. Uh, well, they're they they're saying they're saying canceled. Because um, it was so, in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, well, let's see, uh, where two or more are gathered. You can't, you yep. can't exist. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm beginning. I'm, I, 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 will, I, hold out hope for Oregon that for once they could surprise us all. And we'll find out tonight they play Oregon state in uh, what I believe is called the civil war. Oregon, Oregon state, uh, maybe,
1: uh, maybe a a little foreshadowing for this, just the entire country,
0: the entire country. All right. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm good for it. So, all right. So that's college football. Let's, uh, let's give you the, one more time. The, uh, the, uh, trivia question, the trivia question was, can I ask you one more question?
1: Yes. About the trivia question.
0: Sure. Is, is the city,
1: the difference. Um, in in the name that, that, uh, that, Lenny brought up well you said there's part it's partial difference there's
0: something is the same and something is different is the is the difference the city my uh and I kind of made that what I said was a bit misleading um neither of the names that he said are correct but the city itself is correct okay the city itself is the city within which this professional football organization the very first one founded in the 19th century wow Um, yeah, I tell you, I was incredible. I thought I knew a lot about football history. I really thought I was on top of all of that stuff. Um, but this one, this one, uh, this one was a surprise. This one was a big surprise. All right. So that, that is, it has
1: the same nickname as a current NFL franchise.
0: Well, it did not initially, but once it got it, once it acquired the nickname, the nickname has been the same throughout, but did it acquire the nickname prior to the, for the entry into the National Football League, it did.
2: I I think I know the answer to this now. Am I it allowed did. to guess?
0: Uh, let's go through one more. Um, let's go through one more segment, and then I'll let you guess before I give the answer away. Um, all right. Um, on to our potpourri section. Mark, can't wait. Uh, <laughs> it, it is always your favorite part of this entire thing let's start with because we we don't really have a lot outside of nfl let's be honest outside of nfl football and uh college football i i I will say to start though i want to i want to send out congratulations to robert ferreira your father who set the bar very high we'll leave it there um now now you've always it, said that my dad's mark so I Marsoa, educator uh you know master's degree just, no 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 a, a
1: phd uh, you know phd over PhD. he was the valedictorian of his college for crying out loud it's one thing to be a valedictorian of your high school it's another thing to be a valedictorian of your college yeah oh it's yeah It's a PhD uh you yeah, know I'm sorry it's just it goes on and on and on and on he is superintendent of of, of three major urban districts uh in his career which is a Big big job. He's still currently teaching at a college, uh, virtually, of course, <clears throat> at this point in time. But um, and it, it's to... a it's remarkable. It's it's a bar that no one no one could possibly, certainly someone like me could ever possibly hope to. Uh, did did
2: overcome. he have to teach his closets his classes from the basement on Wednesday?
1: Uh, no, because his classes are off this week oh, because they nice, observe nice. normal routines, unlike sports talk podcasts listened by seven people.
0: I know. I, I, until you texted me yesterday, I was thinking, we're not doing a show on Friday, are we? Because, you know, right. we don't really talk about those things. And, and who knows? <clears throat> well, it's interesting that you brought up his alma mater, the University of San Francisco, which yes. was a basketball program of note when your father was there and for some time afterwards, one of the greats. Yep. And they re they relived a bit of their glory today, Mark. Because in the bubble championship tournament down in Fort Myers, Florida, they upset the number four Virginia Cavaliers. Sixty-one USF, to 60. The USF Dons. The Dons defeated the uh, the, the Virginia Cavaliers. The Virginia Cavaliers. The yes. reigning national champions, right? He, he, well, yeah, yeah, because there was none. There was none uh, this year, right? So, yeah. So, so how about that? Yeah, my dad. When my dad was a
1: freshman, Bill Russell and Casey Jones were seniors. At uh, at the University
0: of San Francisco. Yeah, it was one of the best. It was one of the best pro. I mean, they had a really, really good athletic program and they long, won a national championship. Yeah. Yeah. And football, too. They had a great, terrific athletic program. Um, But then they deemphasized athletics at a point. Football certainly at a point, and And uh, they've had a couple of seasons, I think, where they have they still have decent basketball talent. Um, But congratulations to Bob Ferreira. That's my start for the potpourri. My second part, and then we'll jump into anything that you want to talk about, Mark, um, is uh, I think we should do our locks and shocks. Yeah, good call. Um, do you have yours presently, or would you like me to start? Uh, I, I think you can start with, uh,
1: you if you want to start with your lock, or with if you want to start with your shock, that's
0: fine. Okay, I want to start with my lock, and my lock is... I just wanted to see what their uh, my lock was the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Baltimore Ravens. I picked this as my lock for two reasons. Um, uh, the absence of Lamar Smith being at the top of those three reasons. <laughs> right. Now, <laughs> the no, the, uh, the absence of Lamar Jackson and, and the uh, the still in my mind, 50 50 chance the game won't be played. So I won't get my lock wrong. Um, But I do believe that if they played, and I would also say that if they played with Lamar Jackson, I still would say that Pittsburgh was a lock in this game. I think Baltimore is on a bit of a free fall. They are. They are. My lock is Miami over the New York Jets.
1: I'm not sure why it's seven, only seven points. Maybe it's because they're in New York Mm -hmm. and uh, the Dolphins historically. uh, Little unsettled
0: at quarterback the Dolphins right now as well. A little unsettled at I
1: quarterback. Suppose I suppose I'm I would be very surprised if Tua doesn't get the start.
2: You you are doing something very sketchy here, Mark, because you're expecting the Jets to do something right and lose to the Dolphins so they can guarantee themselves <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. But they're the Jets. So they're gonna win against Miami, opening up the door for another team to get the number one pick.
0: I think it's a reason that they're not, they're not going to fire their head coach. I think they're afraid they'll catch lightning in a bottle and they'll be one of those teams that fires their head coach and wins their last four games. And then ends up with the third pick and gets that cornerback for Wisconsin or whomever lineman from Iowa. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that uh, he's Gase is keeping the job. Frankly, I'm going to do a quick sidebar right now, quick sidebar right. that has to do with our picks.
1: And that is this, if the jets do get the number one pick, if you're Trevor Lawrence, do you just stay for your senior year? I would.
0: Yeah, I as long as he go. doesn't hire an agent. Go to anyone else besides the jets. Yeah, I, I think i going to go to that team. But exactly. he has to declare for the draft. Right. But as long as he doesn't hire an agent, yes. Is, but I think there's a pullout time though. I don't think you can, I don't think you can like go and get drafted and then go, Ooh, no, but I'm saying if, if, you know, December, I mean, we're gonna and they, know they have the first soon. pick. If, he just if, says, if, no. Yeah. I mean, we, to Jeff's, Jeff's point,
1: we may know in a week or two for sure. If the yeah. jets have the, uh, the number one pick and he can just go, you know what I've after careful consideration, I'm going to play with Clemson my senior year. And that's going to, that's going to get them all fired up. And maybe
2: Dabo Sweeney is a huge dolphins fan this weekend.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he really is. Dabo Sweeney is like offering to coach, all of the teams that are playing the jets for the next couple of weeks anything you need to know i'll i'll, I'll come in i'll i'll, I'll make it i work. read his
2: blog he's really big on adam Gase right now he's really <laughs> he's really think he's gonna pull it out <laughs>
0: i think he's gonna turn it around i really really do uh yeah and i tell you what i wouldn't blame him i wouldn't blame him one bit i would not blame him one bit i go back to john elway and at the time growing up in the dc area and i wasn't a colts fan but i mean you kind of you know they're a local team there in the afc kind of followed them, but when Elway said he didn't want to go and play there, I kept thinking, uh, "That that's what, what a jerk, go play baseball. And then, you know, because it was Frank Cush, he didn't want to play for it. I think Frank Cush's record proved that he made a good bet there. And then the fact that the team got up and moved to Indianapolis 20 minutes after the draft, uh, probably a good move on his part. So I would be in favor of it if I were uh, Trevor Lawrence, though. He will be a bust. There is, uh, there is still no doubt in my mind. Uh, all right, my shock. Mars, yes, sir. is um, I think Atlanta is going ah, to beat Las I Vegas. I knew you were going to, that was mine. Questionable that
1: road favorite. Was, that was mine. Yes. I had I, all of a sudden it was like seconds before you said that. I think he's going to say it. He's going to say the Raiders.
0: Yeah. Well, I just think it's one of those, first of all, questionable road favorites. Yep. Um, Atlanta has had times where they have played well. They haven't been able to put all of that together. Um, Vegas coming off uh, a, a big win uh, that kind of introduced them, I think, to a lot of people. We got to see a little bit more of them. And it, more importantly, we've talked really, really highly. We've spoken highly of them, and that will doom anyone. So that yeah. is why my my shock is I think Atlanta takes care of Las Vegas. All right. So uh,
1: I think we are um – jumping off the, not that New England has any bandwagon, but I think we've written them off, and we might have written them off too early. I think they still have spoiler within them. Yep. Uh, Arizona's traveling all the way across the country, so that's a possibility, but I'm not going to go with that. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do what I've done all year, and and this is probably a guarantee that I'm going to be wrong. I've gone against Indy a lot, and then when I've gone for them, they've lost. I've gone, I I, I was against Tennessee the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I decided to go for them, and that's when they started to lose. Mm-hmm. So whoever I pick in this game, uh, it's just go with the opposite. But I think Tennessee will upset Indianapolis.
0: You know, both of the two games that you mentioned were games that I thought about because I agreed with you with New England uh, because I think, you know, there are those games where Bill Belichick defensively can scheme to such an extent that uh, it just befuddles good teams. Yeah. And I think (laughs) offensively, uh, cam, they, they can do some things with cam to, uh, particularly with running the football and playing a little bit of that RPO stuff that they could keep, uh, that they could keep Arizona's offense off the field and Arizona, while we still like them, they are still young and they are inconsistent and they had to go East coast. So I like that a lot. And yeah, Indian, Tennessee, maybe the game of the week in, in, uh, in many respects, but that to me, that's, that's, that's a push. And I, uh, you know, I wanted to ask Derek Abbott this. So I'll ask you, Mark, uh, what I see with it, uh, with Tennessee particularly and why I like Tennessee in this game is they just, they are the absolute opposite of the Dallas Cowboys is I look at them and I just see a lot of guys who play with a lot of confidence Yeah. and what can be seen at times of overconfidence playing teams that are probably better Talent-wise, though, I think Tennessee's got a lot more talent than people know. They're just not one of those franchises you mm-hmm. think of. But they've won games because of, cl- or in part because of clock management of their coaches. I don't think you can look at any Mike Vrabel games where you specifically look at them as we as we are, like Mike McCarthy right now and some other guys, and say, "Boy, coaching decisions late really costs them." Um, I just, I you know, I, I I I don't think they get anywhere near the respect that they deserve. Uh, they are not a flash in the pan. And I just think that team Obviously has not. a belief. And I'll tell you, you know, you it's it's easy
1: to jump off their bandwagon and not very easy to get on their bandwagon. It's just the case. it You, you have to be reluctantly lifted onto the bandwagon to be part of it. And boy, oh, boy, the first sign of trouble, people are diving off that thing. And I, I count myself as one of those. Uh, But they are led by Indianapolis and Tennessee led by two really the best head coaches, in my opinion, in the National Football League and two ex-players who really know how to motivate their team. And to your point, it's the opposite of Dallas. They're playing higher then they're overachieving. Yeah. They're playing yeah. higher than their ability. They're playing as a team. They're truly playing team football, which is what the which is you know where you have the most success. But I think yeah. they're gonna. I think they're gonna get by Indianapolis. I think it probably will be a great game. And the stakes couldn't be higher. It's for first place. The stakes were. Uh, the stakes, believe it or not, were as high as they were yesterday between the Washington football team
0: and the Dallas Cowboys playing for first place. This is literally playing for first place. It's the Thanksgiving week- weekend of uh, first place play in games, I guess. All right, let's go ahead and we'll answer our uh, our trivia questions. Jeff, what was your guess?
2: The Chicago Zephyrs?
0: It was not the Chicago Zephyrs. Chicago is actually the, uh, the city in which this football team was founded. But in 1898, they were actually founded as the Morgan Athletic Club. And then in 19, uh, excuse me, in 19, here it is, 1920, they moved to Racine. And they were the Racine Cardinals, even though Morgan Athletic Club started in, in Chicago. And then they became the Chicago Cardinals, which is what we, you know, for those of us who know some football history, that's where we first, the first name we remember, because I didn't know the Racine. I knew that the Chicago Bears were the Decatur Staley's, uh, but they were actually not the Chicago Cardinals in the NFL until the NFL's um, third season in 1922. But that, but the genesis of the that Cardinals organization that goes all the way
1: to, you know, Kyler Murray right now mm-hmm. uh, started in 1899
0: or whatever you say. 1898 said. as the Morgan Athletic Club, the first, professional American football team. And they were, and and they had a successful
1: run all the way to the time they moved to Racine is what you're saying. They they were a professional club the entire
0: time. Uh, Yes, they have. They were, they for 122 years, they have been a professional football club. Wow. And that boy, that, and that says more about, you know, we talk about how long it's been since Cleveland's run a championship and everything. But you look at the Cardinals and how long they've been a yeah. what success they've had in that 122 years. It's pretty minimal. It is. It's it is. minimal. The best to thing a
2: Super Bowl with Kurt Warner,
0: with Kurt Warner, should have won it. it. Yeah, that was lost a, that it was. on maybe the second or third best catch in the history of a Super Bowl game. Throw and catch.
1: And throw, yeah, exactly. There's no doubt about it. That was a great, great Super Bowl, Bowl game. That was one of the best Super Bowl games I've ever seen. And Kurt Warner, that got him into the Hall of Fame. The fact he got that Cardinals team uh, into the into the Super Bowl, beating all those other teams that particular season in 08, uh, when there are a lot of other teams that were uh, more heavily favored. As a matter of fact, remember, that was the era, that was the Jake Plummer, not Jake Plummer, J- uh, DeLome. That was DeLome's uh, Carolina Panthers team that were – lights out that season Mm. and alone was never the same after the cardinals upset them in 08 that year so uh yeah you're right that's that's really a lot of fun i do have a soft spot for the for the cardinals and i certainly have a soft spot for kyler murray and uh i think he's um i you know i'm i'm rooting for them of all the teams in the nfc west if it's not the niners i'd like it i'd like it to be the cardinals
2: interesting tidbit on kurt warner he's also in the grocery bagging hall of fame he is First, of first year uh, anonymous inductee.
0: And nice. and frankly, I think if there were an Arena Football League Hall of Fame, he'd actually be in the Arena Football League uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, breaking news before we get out of here. Raven Steelers game now been moved to Tuesday. It's okay. now been moved to Tuesday after the whining, the Buster Posey-like whining of the Pittsburgh uh-huh. Steelers. We know we're going to know.
2: Good God. Does that, that get Lamar know. Jackson back into that game? I think that, yeah. that pushes the it pushes the
0: timeline back enough that Lamar Jackson could be. Oh, see, that's stupid. That is lame. You know, come on now. You gotta play without your players if that's the case. Yeah, well, you know, it goes back to it's funny that the Steelers are part of this because you know the Steelers uh loss in the AFC championship game to uh, or it might have been a divisional game. It's, you'll might remember more than I had remarked to Oakland in seventy-six. They came into that division. game. With, no, it was a it was a championship game. They came into that game without either Franco Harris or Rocky Blyer. Their starting yeah. backfield, and to this day, the Pittsburgh guys will say, "Well, I mean, honestly, come on." And Phil Villapiano will famously say, "You you you bring the players that you have. That's how it works." But apparently, not in today's NFL. Will move the game so you have the players. That you, that you want. Yeah. I mean, I mean the jets seriously. have actually petitioned the NFL not to play any of the rest of their 2020 games until they've drafted Trevor Lawrence. So we'll see if that is, we'll see if the the commissioner will sign off and the rest of their season will be played next Maybe next summer. No, nope. and all next season because Trevor Lawrence <laughs> will sit out, and unfortunately, we'll still get drafted
1: number one by the it's, Jets.
2: It's and actually, it's actually a lawsuit that's in uh, pending, pending in federal court. It's uh, Sweeney v. New York Jets. <laughs>
1: Sydney Powell leading the way on that one as well. Doing yeah, very nice. So uh, uh, yeah, Pittsburgh's ten and zero, uh, oh, and you're right. Yeah, it's, it's it's um it's a little shady. It, that's a, now. I will say this. I think there are twelve uh, players on the Ravens who have tested positive. Yeah, no, it's but they it, may it, not
0: even be able to field a team. It, yeah, it's 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 gotten to that point because they have had more people come down with it, and I think it is. I actually think it is in an abundance of caution because there's still as people test, then they have to extend the contact tracing and everything. It's very difficult. And again, I'm going to give. We, we don't give uh, Eddie Goodell. That's right. That's it. Eddie, Eddie Goodell, Goodell. Eddie Goodell. Goodell. <laughs> <laughs> we don't give him. Uh, <laughs> mm, haven't done Goodell in a while. What do you want? Why are you talking about me? <sighs> um, <laughs> evil <laughs> Roger Goodell. Spoiler alert. Not enough. Spoiler alert. Should have said spoiler. It's an old bit from the old radio, uh, radio show. But I think they have been they have been pretty agile with this stuff up to this point in time. As we get later in the season, it's going to become more difficult. And, and really, my question right now, and this is really one of the bigger questions I have for the NFL, is will we get to the end of the season, and will there be teams that played uh, fewer regular season games than other teams? And I think, you you know, if you got a Detroit-New York Jet game for 17th or... I, you know, you just roll the dice. You know, whoever gets the you loss, say, ah, forget it. Ah, why risk it? Why yeah, risk w- it? W- what's the point? Put on a put on a, a repeat of Jake and the Fat Man. More people right. will watch. Or, it. or Heidi. Heidi. You know. <laughs> just start. They just start every Jets game. At like And then four minutes in, just cut to Heidi. Every I, single one. Different productions a, of Heidi.
2: I have a potpourri tidbit. There is okay. a new Heidi on Netflix. I think it's a, sh- a television show, Heidi.
0: Perfect. So it's perfect. Just episodically, you could just dump dump it into the middle of Jets games. I honestly, think they 16. I made. I think they made 16 episodes for that very reason. <laughs> and Trevor Lawrence actually has a recurring role on Heidi just to <laughs> shove it to them. He's playing Heidi. He's a Yeah, he could play Heidi or a shepherd. He could do both. I mean, it's that kind of era we're in right now. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we get to this weekend um, that, that you feel you need to touch on? There is not <laughs> when are you? when are you when are you, Mark, when are you headed back? I want to know okay. when the, when the that, germs head East. That's something we have to do. Uh, I am going to test when
1: I get back out. I tested before I left. I'm going to test when I get back out. And, um, but I am flying all day Monday. As you know, John, when you fly from West coast to East coast, you uh, you jump further in time because you gain three hours. So my flight right. leaves at eleven fifteen. It shortens your life. It shortens your life. It does. It does. You're gonna have to cross the international date line the other way a mm. few times to to get it back. Yeah. But um, I'll be in the air the entire uh our, our entire show time now unless we want to do a show because I have to get to the airport by about nine forty five. Your time. time. That's twelve forty five. So Not I sure. could do it. we could do a ten o'clock show. So we could know. do a ten AM show and I would I would be doing it at seven AM my time and it would be a ten AM Eastern time show on Friday. That'd be the only time to do it though.
0: I would say all of our listeners could guess, but I assume Lenny's going to say let's do that. And since that's the only person who's paying any attention to what we're doing right now, since all the people in your family who normally would do it are now in some sort of a uh, in sort of a stadium seating where apparently in front of you, and the reason that you're so scattered and not paying attention to me is because you're playing to the crowd. Look at him right there, just playing to the crowd. Am I right? Am I right, family? I've been there. I've been. <laughs>
1: You've been great. I, have I been? Have I been? Have I been Do do I feel a little scattered today? Not at all. All. Uh,
2: Are you asking me? Because I was certain there was nobody in that room because if there were other Ferreras in that room, they would have been applauding at multiple occasions during the show. Yes,
1: you would have have heard them. You would have heard the studio audience that you heard on uh, on Monday. But, yes, we could do a 10 a.m. Eastern time show. Seven to eight would work for me, and I would just do it from uh, my mom and dad's place. And, okay. uh, and Lenny is available anytime. It's amazing. Joe Connelly not here. He could not, he could not face the wrath. No, he could not. He, he, he couldn't, uh, you know, and we love Joe, but, uh, He's not
0: obligated like, uh, like Skip Bayless is obligated to do the show, and he was well, Skip's so. Skip's little Bruce Dern right now. Skip's going a little Bruce Dern, man. He just looks, he just looks beaten down. I mean, I, I literally, I've never seen a, a person who makes millions of dollars on a television show as joyless as he is at all moments in time. I just assume that Bayless must have like every paycheck on the Cowboys, and that just from week in and week out, he's so now behind the times. Yeah. He's like. I don't know. He's like a rich, possible billionaire who owes a lot of money to a bank and they're about to call in the thing. And He's right. just continually trying to get if I. All right, I'll I'll give you I'll take the Cowboys and give you thirty five points uh, for a yeah. million six. I and think he's just holding on.
2: I think it's because he's the most self-aware person on the planet <laughs> and he hates himself just as much as everyone else hates him.
0: Maybe, maybe I can that's get pretty, behind that. I can get behind good. that. Uh, Before we go, the one game we're going to talk about, Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Um, It's at Tampa Bay. I really believe that the Buccaneers might pull off the – really might. I think they're going to win the game. Really? Yes. I don't.
1: And uh, I think, uh, you know, they're going to continue to have an uphill climb to try and uh, win that division. I think they'll easily make the playoffs. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think they're going to win this game. I think Kansas City's too good. Now, at the same time, we've seen Kansas City have tiny little lulls. Uh, mid to late season before defensively they particularly
0: defensively particularly they yeah. can they can have a fall bart and with all that talent on offense at Tampa Bay I mean they can put up a couple of touchdowns quickly on them and then you you know you end up in now if you're going to have a quarterback that ends up in you know Predictable passing situations. Patrick Mahomes, probably the guy uh, you want. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they, I think they could do that. My final question is, and, and I know I'm stretching this out longer. But does Taysom Hill remain the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? Because there's a school of thought that if they had had a bye week, if there had been an off week, that they actually probably would have gone to uh, Jameis Winston, but that they went to Hill because it was a shorter week. He's more, he's still more uh, ensconced in those uh, that offense than Winston is, and they would like to get to the point where uh Winston is the starting quarterback and they can still use Hill in that sort of slash position. Do you what what are your thoughts? Because he looked pretty good as a starting quarterback.
1: He looked pretty good. There's no doubt about it. And they're playing uh they're playing at Denver. I don't know. It, it's hard for me to see them pulling him at this point in time. I was surprised they went with him to tell you the truth. Yeah. I thought they were going to go with Jameis Winston, but you're you know that could be the case. Taysom's, Taysom has you know been there, yeah. Uh,
0: and I heard a few people who are kind of in the know and talked people there who said that. You know, part of the decision—not the whole decision—but part of the decision was that Taysom's understanding or knowledge of the playbook, because he's been there for years, is is much greater. The worry is, of course, when you use him as that slash. You know, you're throwing uh, you're throwing a wrench into things that you don't get to do when he's the starting quarterback. So that maybe we'll see them both moving forward. I would I would see that.
1: I could see that possibly seeing uh, both uh, Hill and uh, Winston on Sunday that'd be interesting, but I, I think they're, I think Hill's going to start. That's my thought. And I think okay. Kansas City's going to win.
0: All right, boys, fun show. Uh, I guess when have we decided, uh, 10 o'clock on uh, Monday sure. morning, 10, ten could... a.m. So a, a 10 a.m. Eastern breakfast show. Standard
1: time. Yeah. So, uh, Tom Marino would just joined us. It'll be a 7 a.m. show on the West coast. And,
0: uh, yeah, we'll, uh, you know, breakfast we'll preview, the Baltimore Pittsburgh game now for Tuesday night. There you go. Breakfast with the boys. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. For breakfast uh, version, JF <laughs> for Jeff Taylor and Mark Pereira. I'm John Pelkey. The breakfast edition on Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, which is three o'clock last Wednesday out on the, uh, out on the West coast or something. Who the hell knows? I don't understand. Mark will explain it to all of you via social media a little bit later. Have a great balance of your holiday weekend. Everybody we will talk to you Monday.